0: isabel garcia velasquez a phd student at the department of thematic studies came here from mexico in dark november in 2020 but she actually has a great attitude towards the swedish darkness and winter found out what that is in this episode this is work at liu my name is priya Hi Isabel, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Um, so I want to talk to you about the Swedish darkness uh, and the cold, but and I'll explain why to the listeners in a minute. But could you please tell me a bit about
1: your background
0: and how you ended up at Shopping University? Of course.
1: Um, well, I come from the beautiful country of Mexico, uh, where I completed my bachelor and master's degree in gender studies. And um, I think that, in fact, uh, I've always worked in the gender field for international organizations like United Nations and Oxfam, but also for the private sector. But somehow I felt that I was ready to do something else, you know, something that could inspire change or at least contribute to open new ways of uh, thinking. So for me, doing a PhD was a natural step. So I guess that I started um, somehow to search for opportunities where I could work with gender, but also with the so-called technological future of humans, which are the robots. And uh, I have to say that despite the fact that it was a quite consuming task, the one, you know, of gathering and or organizing all the PhD opportunities coming from the Google search, I also found this process quite rewarding uh, and mainly because it is something that I did for myself without any help from any university, institution or person. So um, yeah, at the end, I, um, this was reflected in a sense somehow of accomplishment because I received two job proposals, one coming from UK and the other one from here, from Link shopping. And Sweden appealed me the most because of my supervisors, of course, but also because a PhD is more than doing research. It becomes your life. So for me, it was and is still important to be able to plan for a long term. And the fact that uh, Sweden used to give the opportunity to apply for a permanent resident card made all the difference. So I will say that in my case, this was a deal breaker between a PhD in Sweden, in UK or any other equally competitive country. And that's, that's how I ended here in Lille, which I really like. Yeah. Okay. Did you have
0: any experience from Sweden before? Like, had you heard anything before you came here or was it just, you know, I'll take my chances and I'll go. (laughs) Uh,
1: To be honest, I think that uh, I only lived in Belgium, Spain and Latin American countries. So Sweden was, and I should say that it is still a very complete new country for me. And of course, before arriving, I read as much as I could about what to expect uh, about the culture, about the so-called Fika time and so on. But I guess that nothing compares to real experience. So for example, I arrived on November, 2020, which I believe was just in the middle of the pandemics yes. and everything was closed, including the Migra Homes So I guess that for me, those were really tricky times for having uh, basic stuff such as uh, my passion number or even a Swedish bank account. So fortunately, I think I was really lucky because I have some amazing PhD colleagues who helped me through the process and i guess this will be the first tip to give to all new students make friends since day one
0: yeah i think i think that's a really good advice because um i mean as you said you can only read so much it's when you're actually here that you need to that you experience the hardships and and what you have to figure out i mean you probably read about number, but actually coming here and then having to get it, that's a whole different story. Yeah, Um, completely. Now, you said you, as everyone heard, you're from Mexico, and you've lived in Latin American countries. Well, sure, you've been to Belgium and Spain and all of that. But to me, Mexico, and this is like (laughs) like the touristy view of it, it's warm, long beaches, uh, the sun is out, you know, like amazing and you came here not only was it the pandemic november like the the saddest of months (laughs) (laughs) on, on the year how was that for you like coming here when everything is just turning dark
1: hmm uh you know i've heard this swedish proverb that goes like uh there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. Yeah. And sometimes I also reflect about that and the part of the darkness. Uh, I guess that for me, at the f- yeah, during the first year, it was really nice. I mean, it was my first time in a country without too much sunlight and without anything to do, just like being at home somehow to just... You know, like, enjoy the winter experience. So, um yeah, I guess that I I, I I, really don't feel up to now like November is the worst month. I think it's just bad fame, perhaps. But for me, it's like a really cool month to actually just relax a little bit, to take your time to hear your body and to start reading or even just to enjoy like the experience of being abroad so the darkness of course is something that maybe i would like to change a little bit but still it gives like a particular kind of nostalgia the kind of nostalgia that it's good and that helps you somehow to be creative and Yeah, for me, I really like November. I I, I have to say so, yeah.
0: Well, that's such a nice way to kind of uh, deal with the the darkness that comes because I've I've spoken to a lot of people uh, the past couple of weeks and they're all like, okay, I knew like the winters could be cold, but I did not know about the darkness. Uh, And the fact is that it's not just November. It spans on until like March, April. Did you know that it was going to be that dark for that long
1: or was that something you were expecting uh well yeah as i said before um i read it on the blog on the facebook and even on the shopping with page but uh, to wait until november from november up to february to have this kind of weather it was something that i wasn't prepared for that and uh, i guess that somehow it helped a lot for me to have and to see that it is a snowing because it changes a lot yeah one thing is to be completely in november and with this darkness and maybe just uh, staying at home but other thing is when um the snow comes it really changes everything people are so happy you see children just playing outside and somehow you also have the same energy so I will say, maybe just to respond a little bit to your question, uh, darkness doesn't matter too much once you are on January or February, because with the snow, everything becomes so funny, so good, you know? Yeah. yeah you have like a very different kind of energy, a positive one.
0: So have you have you done any snow activities? I'm guessing in Mexico there's no snow. (laughs) So (laughs) once you've come here, like, have you tried the skiing and the skating and everything?
1: Yeah, um, last year I went to the Swedish Lapland, and uh, yeah, it was really such a cool experience. And as you said, in Mexico we don't have the snow. So um, one of the things that I really enjoyed was this activity with the dogs. Um, uh, it, It is not just because you have the experience to actually be with other animals and with other people from any other country, but also because somehow you keep your body active you keep doing some movements and exercising. So it's a really cool way to get to know other people, other uh, places, but more importantly, to stay somehow in a healthy way. And uh, yeah, it's also possible here in shopping, I will say to do a little bit more of um, outdoor winter activities, which I haven't found up to now, but I've heard that many people just go and, uh, Uh, take advantage of the snow and maybe take like their various plastic kind of, uh, uh, you know, like this thing that you use during the winter for just when you go down the hill. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. uh, For those
0: who are listening and don't know what it is. It's like a big plastic thing that you sit in and that goes down the hill quite fast. It's fun. Yeah. Even when you're older, it's fun. Kids love it. But I mean, adults who aren't scared to, to break, the, <laughs> break their uh, legs, it's fun for them as well.
1: Yeah, but I will say that, that it also seems like a very cool activity here in shopping, you know? It is. Uh, like it's popular
0: all over Sweden. You'll see like kids going to school that drag the polka with them and everything. Hmm. Um we we've, we've talked about the snow and everything like how did you prepare for the winter and the cold like did you know about how to dress because it is a special way of dressing when it's really really cold uh we call it layer on layer where you just basically have layers of clothes uh how did you prepare for that is that the way you you did
1: yeah um I think that I learned that the quality of clothes is much more important than the number of layers that you use. So I had like this very specific impression that I should bring all my clothes from Mexico and just to wear them here, but it didn't work like that. Uh, So now I normally just uh, wear three layers, you know, like the normal ones, the inner one, which is mainly wool leggings and an undershirt. or. An intermediate layer and then the external one, which is like the most important uh, for me because it somehow protects me against uh, the wind or the rain or even uh, the snow. But uh, I will also say that it's really, really good to have a good pair of winter gloves and particularly the ones with full finger gloves, um, especially when you are cycling. I will say that your hands will really appreciate it. Yeah.
0: Even when it's not like snowy and minus degrees, um, like the weather, especially in November, December, it's quite, it's quite wet outside. Yeah. So even if it's only like minus one degree Celsius, when you're biking, it feels like minus 10.
1: Yeah, totally. And the same goes for um, the head. I find that the wintry cap uh, it's really good. For instance, I wear the one that my mom knitted me, which is made of wool. And uh, it's really nice to have a protection that can somehow protect your ears and head. Um, but I also like, like this, uh, the padded winter pants, yep. which I normally use without the wool leggings and a good pair of winter shoes, I would yeah. say. So... Otherwise, I can't see myself just being outside without this sort of <laughs> equipment,
0: you know. <laughs> and I think I think a lot of people need to know like proper shoes. And like you said, the layering and the hat and the gloves, that's, that's like a minimum requirement to be able to not go around freezing when you're outside. Yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> um, so you've experienced one winter here. You're going into the second winter in Sweden. Uh, what advice would you have for people who are just about to arrive or who just came here and are going to experience what you did your first year?
1: Um, I think that it would be... Uh, yeah, basically... Document yourself about Sweden, Um, because it's always nice to know what you need to do once you arrive, how many days it will take you to do it and so on, not just come here and expect to have all the information, you know, in a second, it doesn't work like this. And uh, also, don't bring too many clothes. It's better to buy them here. For example, just to go to Charmby, which is a nice uh, place where you can find clothes from different uh, sizes and brands. So, yeah, it's much better just to wait here and to buy them here. And um, another thing will be like... um, Yeah, coming from Mexico City, I would say that uh, the Swedish fashion is less formal and perhaps more relaxed. So don't stress too much. Just uh, bring a pair of jeans and a nice shirt, but no heels. I think that that will be really enough. And uh, also language. Uh, Again, don't panic. Don't stress too much, but try to learn some Swedish words because after all, You are going to be living in a foreign country and there is no better way to engage with its culture than language. So yeah, start from the first day to try to grasp some words. And um, yeah, don't despair. I mean, darkness is not so bad. Maybe you are going to hear many comments about the tragic November, but uh, I guess that if you just learn to see things in a positive way and to just take advantage of the time that you are going to have for having a more relaxed pace, then it will be good for you as well, I guess. Maybe (laughs) I should take
0: you up on that November tip as well. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot for talking to me today, Isabel.
1: No, at all. Thank you for inviting me.
0: You have listened to Work at LIU with me, Priya, and this episode's guest, Isabel Garcia Velazquez. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes.